I was bringing a lot of joy and excitement and energy to the table, and that was emitted and picked up on by people who joined the program. You're listening to Small Minded, the podcast that believes being small is a good thing because small steps lead to big impact, small towns have a big heart, and small businesses play a big role in our modern way of life. I'm your host, Molly Knuth, and here at Small Minded, we share stories and strategies to help small towns and small businesses flourish. Here's to a life well-lived, being small-minded. Hello there, listener, and welcome to the Small Minded Podcast. So if you've been following along over on Instagram or on Facebook, you know that there are some changes coming here at Molly Knuth Media and that we are approaching a divergence of our businesses. And yes, I did say businesses. So in the future, you will see this podcast maybe under a new name. You might see it under a new social handle. If you've been following along at Small Minded Podcast on Instagram or Facebook, You might now see this as an offering underneath one of our umbrella brands, either Molly Knuth Media or Molly Knuth Me (laughs) as the personal coach. But anyway, regardless of how you got here, I just want to bring it to your attention that there might be some name changes afoot. There might be some new looks, some new ways of finding us, but the content that you have come to expect that helps small business owners and people who live and love small towns is going to continue. We've done 100 episodes. We're here for at least 100 more, and I'm so happy that you're here. Today, we are digging into some tactical business strategies. Are you here for it? And this might not be the strategies that you think of when you think tactical business application. You might be thinking, how do I balance my QuickBooks? How do I apply for an LLC? Yes, those are tactical things that you have to know how to do if you're going to be a business owner. But what I'm going to challenge you with is that there is something more foundational than having your business bank account set up, than having an EIN number, than having an LLC registered with your secretary of state. And what I'm talking about are your business energetics. All right. If you are a member of my business boot camp, you've already heard some of this because this was the foundational first week of training in that business bootcamp program. But I'm going to come back to it again and again because I truly believe that the hallmarks of a successful business are vision, energy, and hard work. Okay, those three things together are going to set you apart. Hard work by itself might not get you there. Energetics by themselves might not get you there. Not having a clear vision, you'll go somewhere, maybe not where you want to ultimately be. So having those three things working together is what's going to get you to where you want to go. It's going to keep your energy up, the motivation going, even in those valleys in between those summits of success and having the hard work, the ethic of I'm going to do what it takes to get there. All of that together is what's going to get you to your small business dreams. But We have to talk about energy because I feel like in so many spaces, yes, we talk about vision. Yes, we talk about tactics. But the energy is something that still is classified a bit as woo-woo, as something that's not legit. But 
you guys know as well as I do that you have walked into rooms before and you can feel the energy, right? Have you walked into a meeting room where people aren't talking and you're like, whoa, I just walked into a tense situation and I don't know what's going on here. But you've also probably walked into a room or been part of a room where you can just feel the palpable love. I think about wedding receptions and you can just feel how excited everybody is for the couple and there's just love in the room and there's so much of it that like it can be felt on your skin. And you can't tell me that energy doesn't account for something in those situations, but not in how you approach your business. So today we're going to tap into how we can bring our best energy to the table and why it matters in our business. Because I believe that your energy determines your success and we need to spend it wisely. So if you guys are familiar at all with yourself and how you operate, if you've gone into some personal development or professional development programming and you've started to understand like, oh, when my stomach starts to feel tight, that means that I'm starting to get nervous. Or when I start to get a migraine, maybe that is a signal to your body of something. But we do have these definite feelings within our bodies that indicate to us when something is going right or when something is amiss, when we're in alignment or out of it. And so when I start to approach something, particularly when it's something new or when I feel like it's a shift in seasons in my business, one of the first things that I've learned to do through um, my mentor, Susie Holman, she's someone who I took a program with earlier this year. And one of the foundational teachings of that program was what she calls her energy ladder. And it helps me really check my energy, check my vibe at the door. And what I have done is like tapped into like those feelings. For me, I feel a lot of like nervous energy in my stomach. So if I'm starting to talk about like, and I, I'm working through this, you guys, it, it pains me to say this, but like when I start to think about like paying my credit card bill or when I start thinking about like talking to someone about QuickBooks, like my, oh, you guys, my stomach hurts right now. <laughs> and you guys have probably listened to my episodes with like Sheila Hansen. But yeah, I just get that nervous energy and it almost feels like there's a hand on my stomach that's starting to squeeze. And I also note that like when I am standing outside after my morning workout, and the sun's shining and the birds are chirping and I close my eyes, I feel lit up. My shoulders ease down from my ears. I feel warm and I don't have any discomfort. And that's how I know when I'm in alignment and when I'm at my best. And so I want you to just do like a quick body scan as you're listening. So maybe you're sitting in an office chair, maybe you're in the car, maybe you're on a walk, but start to note what is your tension like? Do you lift your shoulders up throughout the day as your shoulders start coming towards your ears because you've got stress and tense energy? Are you feeling pretty light and lithe and like your muscles are flowing and they're really loose? So check your energy. And one thing that Susie Holman talked about with his energy ladder is that there are certain feelings and certain energies that are super low vibration and there are some that are certain high vibration. And these energy vibrations that we put out into the world have the ability to impact the people who we come into contact with on the day-to-day, -day, the people that we interact with in certain environments, and then even through like the social media screen. Our energy can be interpreted and it goes out from us into other areas and other experiences. And so we want to be really conscious of the energies that we're feeling and then how we're expressing those. 
And you might be like, Molly, this is kind of borderline woo. Trust me. I know. I felt that way kind of too. But then I got thinking about those examples like I talked to you about earlier. I've been in that room where you know you've walked into something and people are tense and you can feel the like anger in the room or you can feel that somebody is very um, like insecure. You can also like if somebody's speaking up in front of a group, oh, I think about like this, you guys, this was the worst. We were at a women's conference a couple years ago and I told my friends about it and we all got a table and we were like, oh, this is going to be super fun. It's a conference in Iowa and it's for like women's leadership and empowerment. And the first speaker after the lunch break was a man and which whatever, it's fine. But like, you know, you got to bring a certain something if you're going to be the only man who's speaking to a room full of women at a women's conference. And this guy started off by telling us about the Me Too movement and explaining it like we were children. And we all, like you could feel the energy in the room shift. Like my shoulders are getting tight, just like relaying this story to you. But he just kept going. He could not read the room and see that he was way off the mark. And um, then he went into touting how his company and his corporation, they really like, you know, advanced the Me Too movement and they really are changing and making some updates. And we all were like, duh, dude, this is something that could be explained in like one minute because we know Me Too. We've all been there. And he went on for 45 minutes mansplaining it. Nothing against the guys who are listening right now, but that was just an indication of a time when somebody was not reading the room and you could not. He could not feel the vibrations from those 400 women who were like starting to get uncomfortable and eventually it got into anger and eventually it got into like, oh, just really being pissed off for me flatly. But anyway, there are some times when you can just feel that energy and there are people who can like really read that energy because the vibrations that people put out can be interpreted. But there are also times like the wedding example when you can feel the happy vibrations of people, like when somebody is just so jazzed and lit up about an idea, or they're just so in love with this thing, like at a wedding, like you can just feel the happiness and the joy and the excitement. And those are much different interpretations, but we have the power to channel that as we enter certain situations and certain scenarios. So in Susie Holman's ladder, At the bottom of this ladder of feeling and vibration is the sense of shame or powerlessness. And I'm sure there are times when you are listening and you're like thinking about a time where you felt super shameful, or maybe there's something right now that you feel shame about. I know that I could come up with some examples. And then as you go up the ladder, it's um, various colors. So like shame and powerlessness, she associates with like a black feeling like that bar on the lower end of the ladder is black. And then it moves up to gray and then it moves up to red. And then we go up the ladder. So from shame, we go to fear or grief. Then we go to insecurity or guilt. Then we go to jealousy, anger, obsessive desire, discouragement. But as we move up the ladder, things start to get a little more rosy colored. So we go from these reds and oranges into these like neutral peachy colors and then into like pinks, yellows, those feelings that are a little more happy and uplifting. So we have like contentment, hopefulness, gratitude, enthusiastic service, passion, love, And as you are going into a scenario, whether you're a business owner or not, one of the things that can help you the most, especially as you're interacting with groups of people, is checking yourself at the door. What is the energy that I'm bringing into this situation? 
because we've all had those examples and those experiences where something's bugging us about the night before or something that went wrong in our morning routine, and we carry that with us throughout the day, and it becomes other people's problems because of sleeping on our neck wrong or whatever. But if we check our energy at the door and we realize, oh, yes, right now at this moment, I am feeling frustration or I am feeling annoyance at this knot that's in my neck and will not go away. If we can just have the self-awareness to know that's where we're at, we can also have the awareness to say, okay, I want to make sure that in my interactions, maybe I can't be like joyful all day long because I do have this freaking annoying knot in my neck, but maybe I can just come to situations or meetings or Zoom calls from just this feeling of neutrality where I'm not comfortable, I'm not like super angry about this knot in my neck, I'm not super joyful, but at least I'm not being like, I was going to say a bad word there, (laughs) but you know what I was going to say. So being able to check your energy at the door helps you go intentionally into interactions and know that the way that you approach situations, the way you're answering questions, the way you're engaging in conversation, that is going to impact the people that you are working with. And as business owners, particularly in small towns or particularly as entrepreneurs dealing with teams or showing up on social media. We can check our energy in any of those scenarios too and make sure that the energy we're bringing to the table is vibrating out in a positive way that brings people joy and then magnetizes them to us. One example I have of this, and you're like, Molly, you've had a million examples and you're talking a mile a minute because I'm excited about this, you guys, (laughs) because I think it's really true. So there was an offer that I had. uh, Let's see. There was an offer I had earlier this year. and Personally, it was a stretch for me. So there was a big offer um, that I was excited about, but also very like nervous because I had never charged at that level before. And for me personally to make an investment of that nature, I was like, oh my gosh, I don't know if I could do that. And then I was thinking, who would invest that amount and who would trust me to lead them in this? And even though I had the offer out there, I had insecurity around myself and I was telling myself some of these like negative thoughts and I was kind of doing self-sabotage to my offer and people were asking me questions about it and I remember sending messages back like, but if this isn't for you, that's okay. Or I'd say, but if that's not a comfortable investment, then maybe we can do this other option instead. And I was being super insecure about this offer. And as a result, I sold a couple, but I didn't sell a ton of it like I had set my goal. And for like obvious reasons, when I was showing up in insecurity, that's one of the lowest rungs on this energy ladder. And when you show up as insecure, you are emitting those emotions. You can see it in person. You can feel it in person. You can see it through a phone screen. Conversely, there have been offers where I just had a shit ton of fun with where I was making stupid reels, I was making almost music videos, I was throwing puns out left and right, and there was one in particular that I was doing all of these Taylor Swift puns. And so throughout the sales copy of the offer, there were Taylor Swift song titles, I did a reel that I like acted out and staged, and I had just a riot making that whole launch for that program. And that was my most successful program launch ever to date. And I was bringing a lot of joy and excitement and energy to the table, and that was emitted and picked up on by people who joined the program. And that's not to say that I kept that energy up the whole time, because over the span of the three-month program, there were times where my energy waned and then my 
engagement level maybe dipped. And so as business owners, we are going to go through like these cycles of our energy, but at least knowing in the times where it makes the most amount of difference, when you are sitting across the table from someone, when you are launching a new product or service, when you are really being intentional about what your goal is, checking your energy and doing like the thought process of how you're feeling in the moment is critical because then you can say, hey, this is where I'm at. Maybe I can raise my energy a couple of rungs on this energy ladder so I can show up in a better way, so I can vibrate a little higher, so I can attract people in and get them excited about what we're doing. And it's not going to be a repulsive, like pushing people away kind of vibe, if that makes sense. Okay, so you might be like, Molly, you talked about how to, like, then I should raise my energy if I notice that it's low or if I notice that things are feeling a little off today. What are some ways that I can do that? Because aren't my emotions just my emotions and that's the way it is? Well, yes, to a degree. So you can be like, there's obviously some emotions and feelings that we cannot control, you guys. So if you're feeling grief, like, yeah, that's probably an external situation that you cannot control. So if you're feeling grief, like, You can absolutely stay there and you can think like totally do what you need to do in that moment. But there are also things that you can do if you like are showing up and you're feeling like that shamefulness or that powerlessness and you're like, well, why am I feeling that? I don't want to feel that anymore. There are some things you can do to help like lift you up out of that. Oops. I have set reminder alarms on my phone that go off throughout the day so that I'm reminded to do things now because that is 35 years old. So I apologize for my mid-afternoon alarm chiming in there. But um, back to the topic at hand. So with these energetic feelings, if you notice that you are feeling shamelessness or powerlessness or you're feeling frustration or annoyance and you're like, you notice that about yourself, you know you don't want to feel that way, there are a few things you can do to get yourself up that ladder a little higher. So one of my favorite things to do is turn on a good song. So there are a couple songs that are just like my go-to jams that always make me feel good. One is Love Shack by the B-52s. I challenge you not to bob your head when you're listening. Um, I also love All Too Well by Taylor Swift. Cannot help but belt out that song. And there's also like a playlist that I have and it's just like classic rock oldies. I'm not necessarily like up out of my seat dancing and grooving, but like it just puts me in a good mood. And so for me, if I notice that I'm like feeling super off or I'm just kind of grouchy, one of the best things I can do for myself is just to turn on a good playlist. I've also learned that doing something that doesn't take like active thought on my part helps me a lot. For me, that looks like either getting outside and going for a walk not taking the headphones, not listening to a podcast, but just like either listening to my good songs playlist or listening to nature. That really helps get me out of a slump and maybe not all the way to like super excited, crazy joyfulness, but it helps me get a little better feeling. Also, just moving my body for me makes me feel good. So if I am catching myself sleeping in for a lot of days in a row and then I miss my morning workout, By the end of the week, I am super, super grouchy. So there was just a couple weeks ago where the kids, um, we didn't have our typical summer schedule. We didn't have a babysitter that week. And I was like, okay, great. I can just like sleep in. I can wake up whenever I want to. And for the first two days, that was great. But by day three, I was like, 
I was grouchy. By day four, I was super grouchy. And by day five, I was like, get me out of this house. (laughs) I need to go do something. But it took me until like a couple of days in that I was like, oh, my schedule's off. Oh, I'm not getting my workout in right away in the morning and having that like quiet, like focused time. I was kicking my workout to middle of the day or not even doing it at all. And then that was really throwing me off my game because what I've learned over the years is that moving my body is a huge energy shifter for me. So on days that I know I have something really big and important going on, I might be inclined to say, you know what, I'm going to get some extra rest. But for me, it's better to get up at my regular time or even a little bit earlier and get a hard ass workout in because that gets my blood flowing. And for some reason, that just makes me feel better throughout the day. And I've noticed that about myself. And so that is one of my go-tos as well. Now, for some of you who are listening, you might be someone who loves to journal. Maybe moving your energy looks like meditating or yoga or deep breathing. Maybe for you, it looks like talking to someone about it. Maybe you bottle up your emotions and you just need to like tell somebody how you feel in order to feel better. But every person is different. And there are so many different ways that are unique to you that move your energy so that if you notice you're feeling low, you can move your energy up a little higher. And especially some of those moments where you move your body, that helps you really like shake yourself literally out of a funk and get you into that higher vibrating, better space. So if you're going into a meeting or like, let's be honest, if you're like in the middle of a long meeting, Or if you go back to like your high school and your college days where the lecture was droning on and on and on, and pretty soon you were like catching your head bobbing and you were kind of nodding off to sleep, one of the best things you could do and what your professor or your teacher might have done was say, okay, we're going to take a movement break or all right, time, everybody get up, go get a drink. And just that option to like get up, move your body, take a little walk, it just resets you and it reframes what you're doing and gets your head in the right space. So. If you notice that your energetics are off, if you're not in the space you want to be, try some of these tips. And if you don't know where to start, if you haven't done much like work in this area before, start with like that idea of just getting up and moving your body around because that is my rule of thumb. So I hope that was helpful. You guys, we could dig in even further. And with my business boot camp ladies, we went into things like business foundations of energetics. We talked about Ikigai. We talked about how to take the Enneagram or the human design assessment to learn more about you. But it does really all start with your energetics and knowing how you're showing up in the moment, how you can get yourself to a higher space so you show up for yourself, your family, your teammates, your colleagues, your coworkers, your community as the best version of yourself. And maybe the best version of yourself in the moment isn't someone who is operating at this high, high energy of joy and love, but maybe in the moment, if you can at least bring yourself up to neutrality, or you can at least bring yourself up to contentment, that is going to help you and it's going to increase the impact and the vibration that you put out to the other people you're interacting with. So I know that was a little bit woo, but I hope you enjoyed it. This is just a little shorty episode because I want you to take this and go to work with it out in the world. So take in this option of energy. Tell me if you have had experiences with this in the past. Give me your favorite energy boosting options and strategies that you use. 
and tell me all about it over on social. So you can find us at Molly Knuth Media or mollyknuthmedia.com with your responses. Next week, we're back. We're going to ride this energy train into next week. And I know you're going to love next week's episode. So make sure you tune in and I will be back with you very soon. Take care, everybody. Hey there. Thank you so much for tuning in to another edition of the Small Minded Podcast, the place on the internet where we celebrate small towns, small businesses, and the people who love them. If you enjoyed this episode, we would be forever grateful to have a review of your experience over on iTunes, Spotify, our website, or wherever you tuned in today. And as always, we welcome you sharing this podcast with your friends and family on social. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Small Minded Podcast or at mollyknuthmedia.com slash podcast. Please go out, make today a good one. Take a small step towards a bigger impact. Here's to a life well-lived being small-minded.